2: What's
0: up, what's up, my little winks! It is Jackie here. I got a quick favor to ask of all of you guys today. Thank you so much for listening over the years, but we do need a little bit of your help. You could just fill out the survey that's in the description of the show today, or it's also on my Instagram, at JackThatWorm. That would be awesome. It's only going to take a few seconds, I swear. All of the information is confidential, and we don't take emails or names. That would help us so much. Thank you guys for everything. Love you, love you, love you. Hit it with page seven. a song. Sing me a song. I love a musical episode. We are at odds on this podcast today.
1: We're all at odds on the Riverdale Carrie musical special episode. It's two against one today.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm at odds with myself. The entire time I was watching it, I was like kind of... you know flinching and, <laughs> and looking away and then looking back and it was just a very like almost a physically uncomfortable experience
1: it was a very physically uncomfortable experience
2: uh, uh, i
0: you yike! what <laughs> i started listening to the fucking spotify playlist that has all the riverdale songs on it thank you very much i
2: loved it i loved everything about it and i know it was cheesy and i loved it when you say everything about it, did you hear when Archie sang,
1: though? Yeah, Archie singing made oh, me yeah. like, not like music for a while.
2: <laughs> he's, he
0: sounds like he's a member of Yellow Card. <laughs> you know what? Uh, especially when it opened up with him working out and memorizing lines. Yeah. Come on, guys. They got
2: so much going on in their lives. Question two, though, follow up. Did you see Archie dance? Because that may have been worse. It was so much Dude, worse I wrote, was trying to dance. Oh, his little <laughs> snapping.
0: I wrote that down Also the look on his face When he was dancing Looked like he was I don't know About to destroy Some ice cream Maybe Maybe more pussy Than anything But his face Was just so intense You know
2: I used to really Be able to picture myself Wanting to have sex With KJ Apa Like even You know Even if not Like strongly I was like Yeah that is an attractive man
1: Entertain the idea
2: And now I just I just don't think I can do it I'm too embarrassed For him
1: Yeah It was was rough.
0: He probably...
2: I mean, apparently Cole Sprouse, Jughead had said that uh, he
0: did not want to sing in this episode, so that's why he was the videographer. He made that very clear he wasn't going to sing, but um, KJ Apa probably should have done the same thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say right up top, like the opening number... Kevin obviously has the best voice out of the entire cast. Right. And he got to sing, what, a less than a verse? Right. I was not oh, yeah. down with that. I didn't like that. Yeah. He obviously was the one that was born to sing a full song, a full number. They should have written a song just for him.
2: Yeah, Kevin got robbed.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: but also so did Ethel, because Ethel obviously has a great singing voice as well. But at the same time, you know what, just sidebar, they really, you know, they're frumping up Ethel pretty hard yeah, in this are. show.
1: Yeah, they're they're going extra frump on Ethel on this season.
0: I don't think it's fair because also like when Betty comes up to walk to like talk to her about her intentions with the show, <laughs> um, <laughs> she's looking for M and M's in the trail
2: mix. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, no, I agree, especially because. <laughs> One of the things I love about season one episode three, which is the one where they the girls get their like sisterhood revenge mm-hmm. on the um the boys who had the list, is that Ethel is kind of frumpy because she's Barb, obviously, mm-hmm. and um and but everyone's, like, cool with it, and everyone's, it's not like, wow, look at this frump queen. It's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Ethel. They were mean to Ethel? Well, let's have Ethel's back. And it was, like, totally normalized how she was a little frumpy. And then now in this one, she's like, the frumpy girl must be the alienated murderer, you I know? I was born to play
0: I mean, she was born to play Carrie. (laughs) That's true. For sure. Are you kidding me? She's the Carrie of the show. They just didn't throw any blood on her.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I will say, as much as it is definitely two to one in terms of how good this musical episode was, I will say that by the end... I was very happy. The end was very satisfying.
1: Very much so. And I gotta admit, I liked the Veronica song. The the what was it? The world according to Chris.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, the daddy
0: song—the yeah. one where she definitely just kept talking about
1: daddy. Yeah, the daddy song. I very much. I like the daddy song. Yeah. I, I, I liked that one, and I liked Veronica's singing voice, if that was in fact her singing voice, because some of them you can tell if it's their. I don't think Betty sang her own songs. I don't think so. Either. KJ Apa, I think, argued to sing his own songs and <laughs> got it unfortunately uh, but yeah. you mean
0: you, you mean you're trying to say you're thrilled he's getting back into music even if it's not rock and roll which is a line from fred yeah fred
2: being in a musical is not the same thing no. you know you know what this episode made me long for though is the days of the uh, 90s musical episodes which weren't usually musicals but were usually just there is a band that your main characters have had yeah. that you've never seen rehearsed before <laughs> but this whole episode is about their career as a band I'm thinking specifically of the Say by the Bell episode where Zach Attack becomes very popular mm-hmm. and um, it's really spoiler alert it's a dream but they <laughs> tour the world and uh, get like on number one on Casey Kasem's list and whatnot. and it's such a good episode Because it's not a musical, but it does feature all of your actors pretending to sing. Mm -hmm. And it has all that same awkwardness. (laughs) But this is—it was—and I love musicals, and I love Riverdale. And it, it's, the first five minutes, I was just like, I don't know if this is going to work.
0: <laughs> Molly, I just realized when we said I when I opened up this Skype call and we said two against one, I thought it meant that you and I both loved <laughs> the musical
2: <laughs> against the Marcus. Molly, yeah. turning your back on me. I I I wanted. You don't know how excited I was. I double checked the time that this was going to be on and the date because there had been that little hiatus. I was so excited, and and then I just got so uncomfortable so quickly. <gasps> right away, I was just really really deeply uncomfortable. And me
1: too. Yeah, and I especially like I was watching it in, uh, in my office, like on a lunch break, and I just hear Carolina from the other room. What the fuck are you watching?
2: (laughs) It's it's an embarrassing thing to be heard watching.
1: Yes, just to be heard watching. And I've also been like, and that's the thing is I, because of this episode, have lost the rights to make fun of her for anything she watches ever again. (laughs) Because now it's it's just, I've tried it. I tried it yesterday, making fun of her for watching something. And then she just said, Riverdale, (laughs) you were watching a bunch of teenagers do a musical yesterday. I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, she's got me.
0: Oh, come on. It was so worth it in the end. Are you kidding me? When Cheryl, I mean, we can't even get to this yet, but when she comes in covered in that blood with a candelabra
2: against her own mother, come on, guys. Yes, the end was great, and I was on board. I, this is why I say I'm conflicted within myself. I think the two against one does count, unfortunately, is me not on the same side as you, but I was going Ouch. back and forth throughout the episode. The main thing was that I realized right away that this, was, this episode was not going to give me what I want from a Riverdale episode, mm. which is just like spicy teen drama. Yeah. This was going to give me a musical. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes I want a musical, and I thought maybe I wanted both, but it just wasn't, it wasn't, a, it didn't feel like a real Riverdale episode for that reason until the end when it brought it in and brought mm-hmm. it back.
1: And I will say I did like another song. I loved Alice Cooper's song. Dude,
2: yeah, I love her cool. so
0: much. I want to be her so badly. <laughs> I just want to be Alice Cooper. Also, throw Hal away. What are you doing? Get after FP. Girl, stop
1: playing. Yeah, but that's not that's FP playing. Because remember, she went to Pops, and she's like, oh, hey, yeah. so do you want to come to the musical? He's like, yeah, I don't know if I have time. Because FP's being a dickhead for some reason. I don't know why FP's trying to play coy. But he missed because his chance. Because
0: that's... No, that's what happens when you date a bad boy. Bad boys don't
1: want to come see you in the
0: musical. Bad boys don't want to support you in any way. But you know what bad boys do? They fucking sling you on their pouch crouch. And they get it, get it, give it,
2: give it. (laughs) <laughs> and and, and if, if you're listening and you're like, wait a minute, what Alice Cooper was in the musical? Oh yeah, Alice Cooper, the mom, was in the high school musical because that is the world we live in in Riverdale.
1: Well, you know what, but um, I, I totally agree with Kevin that age-inappropriate appropriate age inappropriate casting is terrible.
0: <laughs> it's amateur. Yeah. He said there's nothing more amateur than age-inappropriate appro- casting. <laughs> and you know I agree. What? He's right, but also he's talking about Riverdale.
2: <laughs>
1: just saying, just saying. <laughs> Meta. Uh-uh. <laughs> There's just
2: such a lack of oversight amongst from of the children in the high school from the adults. There's such interact the, the children have such an influence at a kind of municipal policy level. And yet when it comes to what goes on within the walls of the school, I'm just like, where are the grownups? <laughs> there has to be grownups somewhere.
1: Well, all the grownups do is just crush dreams because apparently Principal Weatherby is totally fine with Cheryl's horrible mother coming in and saying that Cheryl can't be
2: the lead of the play. Yeah, that was another thing I was like. I don't know how, I'm like, I've, I've reached this terrible age where I watch teen dramas and I start thinking from the point of view of like the administrators and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if Cheryl's mo- mother should be allowed to do that. But yeah, that was, there is, there's just a lot of, um a lot of influence going, coming up from the children and then inappropriately coming down, like, yeah, Cheryl's mom just came in and was like, no, you can't do it. And it was, I mean, you know, it was devastating. It
1: mm-hmm. It was.
2: I gotta say, Cheryl is the queen of the single
0: tier. She's very good at it. <laughs> She's it's all the it. ever the single tier, though. Mm-hmm. And man, TT was looking fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Yes, episode. Yeah, yes. Sit,
1: sitting in place of, uh, what is it, PJ Souls? The wonderful, beautiful PJ Souls, also of Rock and Roll High School. Perfect choice. Rock and Roll High School? Yeah, well, it's a Carrie rock and roll guy. The girl that TT was playing in uh, Carrie was also in Rock and Roll High School ah, as the main gotcha, character. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha, B.J. Sol's gotcha, gotcha. longtime horror movie B movie queen.
2: So question, because um, I've never seen the movie High School Musical. And I was wondering if this episode of Riverdale is kind of, um, uh, you know, referencing a genre that I'm unfamiliar with which is like the teen television musical already I, I got no idea no, 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 no idea, idea. Okay. <laughs> absolutely no idea <laughs> see
0: but I kind of like I liked how it, it was like fluid and then it's like Betty and Veronica had their weird I'm sorry song that really wasn't saying sorry had nothing to do with that but I like that they used it anyway because they used their faces and their hand dancing yeah so I, li- I enjoyed that dance actually <laughs> I think what Carrie the musical really needed was a chore because there was something I don't know if it's because it was based in the 19 like they were doing like a 1970s thing with it but it was a lot of like slapping their hips like mm-hmm. the top of their hip bone dancing yeah. as if they were going to put their hands in their pockets there was so much of that I was like Pick another move.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, especially, might I bring up again, Archie dancing. He was literally (laughs) doing like little, he was doing like the Carlton, you know, (laughs) like with the little hand circles (laughs) and snapping. It was like, oh, my God. It was, but, but. That's the one thing that even though at the beginning I was like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy mm. this. After the first musical number, I did decide that I really wanted to be in the cast of Riverdale filming this episode because I'll <laughs> bet that it was so much fun to sing and dance together. I bet it was. Oh, wait,
0: you wanted to be Jughead uh, videoing everything? All of these secret conversations? Is that what you wanted to be? Because he was taping way too much. There, there doesn't need to be that much B-roll of a high school musical.
1: Yeah, and also, why did, like, Kevin's like, I got this letter. You can't tell anybody. And right in front of him is the camera with a flashing red light. You can't tell anybody. You can film me saying this. But you can't tell anybody.
2: Yeah, and and Archie and Veronica were having like a deeply private conversation. Yeah, and they didn't seem to notice that Jughead was in the auditorium with them because otherwise it seemed like they assumed that they were in an empty auditorium or something. And Jughead is like lurking behind the chairs. No one should have given like the you know the amateur investigative journalist the camera. No. To document. Also, why do they even need a camera? It's a live stage musical. It wasn't a movie. (laughs) <laughs>
1: because it was the best the writers could come up with for the kid who refused to sing.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what happened. But also, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm jumping all over. There's, a lot happened in this episode despite all of the singing, which I it. like.
1: Yeah. I mean, Cheryl and uh, Josie made up, although I did realize at that moment that I would never get to see Cheryl and Josie kiss because they put a bow on that one.
2: Yeah, but I'm glad they made up, although I still think that Josie was just being way too, like... Oh, homophobic or overreacting? I don't know. Or? She
1: was she wasn't being homophobic. I think it was just the same type of thing where like if a dude was super obsessed with you and was like drawing pictures of you two together yeah. and sent you a pig heart, you'd be pretty freaked out. Yeah, that's
2: fair. And the show yeah. is the show has been so good at having like other queer characters and stuff, but I there was there's part of me that's just like, Josie, relax. Like, but also Cheryl's a fucking creep. So yeah. I guess it, <laughs> I guess it's a okay. bit for- of a creep. Lest we
1: forget, like, Cheryl says things like you and Claudius are pig people, and should live amongst the pigs.
0: <laughs> That's so fucking great! And I will not succumb
2: to Thespian terrorism. <laughs> Cheryl has the best lines, man. I think that that actress might be my favorite person of the whole project. She's great. She's so good. Yeah. Where did she get that blood in the end?
1: <laughs> it's, y- I know it's. it's, it's my, symbolic. It's Papa's and my brothers.
0: <laughs> Man, she's gonna fucking. I believe in Cheryl one
2: hundred thousand percent.
1: Yeah,
0: go
2: get him, girl. You fucking go get him. Yeah, and and she really was able to terrorize her mother without. She was only holding a candelabra. Like if, like, <laughs> like her mother has technically still has so much power over her, but she was really able to just like freeze, like, kind of freeze her in her tracks.
1: But remember, her mother's like Frankenstein, afraid of fire. She was burned. Oh, yeah. And
2: she got burned, bitch! Because of the full uh, third degree burns that she got. Yeah. And recovered. (laughs) That are completely gone. They're all gone (laughs) now. She shouldn't be that afraid. She's (laughs) obviously very good at healing from fire.
0: But the real question is, was Ethel making a vision board, or <laughs> was she pretending to be the black
2: boy? I really love that. It's for my vision board.
0: Of course Ethel has
2: a vision board.
0: <laughs> yes. For her like, non-character in
2: the fucking show. I also, love it. also, can we talk about how each character had their own dressing room in a high school musical?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, That's exactly what I thought. And I was like, why does Ethel have her own dressing room? I don't even think she has any lines. Sporting <laughs> songs. Everybody has their own
2: personalized dressing room.
1: It was gigantic. It's, That's why Southside High didn't have any money because they fucking put all of it into the Riverdale Theater Department. They have
2: a Broadway theater installed.
1: Even though there's only like 12 kids in this play.
2: You know, they didn't choose a musical with a chorus. It's just all of the main characters already. Yeah,
1: it's just all the main characters all got the parts. Yes. I mean, so it's not like theater's a big thing in Riverdale High.
2: No, it's just like all the main characters are the only ones who cheerleading and football and wrestling a lot of a lot of kids who go to riverdale who just don't do any extra clerical activities
1: i but i would love to talk about how great fred was in this episode yeah fred was like everything that fred said was just like archie your father is amazing why are you acting like such a little shit yeah he's so good and then the archie car finally comes
0: yeah. Oh, yeah like that's
1: that's the archie car because if you look at like old archie comics that was the jalopy that archie always drove around but of course archie being the idiot that he is he went and chose a car that doesn't have an engine they'll build one marcus as father <laughs> and son and he only
2: did it after fred guilted him yeah about spending so much time with his other father mm-hmm.
1: and then finally but finally he stood up to lodge finally he stood up to hiram lodge yeah
0: yeah It's not going to end well, though. But speaking of daddies, who is Chick's father and why didn't they say it? Ah. It's got to be. But I feel like they're pushing too
2: close to the sun with FP. Maybe it's not FP. Mm -mm. No, but who else could it be? It's got to be FP because it's not Hiram Lodge.
1: Uh. Oh, oh, I just got something. Oh, I just got something. No, I think it's the Black Hood, (gasps) son. I think it's going to come out. That chick is the son of whoever the black hood is. Ah. Because, as we know, the black hood is back!
0: The black hood is he, back. He's back! He, the black I wrote, I wrote down Black Hood is back
2: hood! <laughs> That's what I wrote in my Riverdale notes. <laughs> and and you know, spoiler alert, but Midge is the first one to know it. You know? <laughs> Poor Dude. <Midge>. The crucifixion <laughs> of Midge. <laughs> Midge.
0: Good, good you know what? Good night! Get Midge out of here.
1: I hate Midge. I don't like Midge either. They
2: never gave Midge enough to do. She was just a prop when they needed to shoot at that other guy.
1: Yeah, Midge was just kind of there to be like, oh, yeah, your boyfriend's bisexual and you don't know it. Yeah, they
2: didn't didn't give Midge enough. You know, I remember the other day we were talking about Midge because like Barbie's cohort. Mm-hmm. You know, Barbie has a <laughs> yeah. Midge in her universe and then there is a Midge in the Riverdale universe mm-hmm. and I appreciate the Midge comeback honestly <laughs> I think it's great.
1: <laughs> but so okay, so if we're going to talk about the Black Hood right now, we got to okay. talk about the moments right before the reveal because you, the moments backstage because i noticed a few things you
2: noticed a few things that honestly Ooh. went right by my head because i was still in too much pain from all the cringing that there was i was not even keeping my eye out for important murder details
1: well, uh,
0: when it looked like midge was about to
2: get sexually assaulted in her bed in her
0: uh
1: dressing room i didn't think she was getting sexually assaulted i thought it looked like that she was making out with kevin's young friend because let Who's it, that not, guy? Yeah, let's not who forget. Who is that guy? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who was Kevin's young friend that was there silently by Kevin's side the entire time? That was super weird. Ooh. We've yeah. never
2: met him before, right? No, we've never no. met him before.
1: No. Silent young friend.
2: so there's no way he's the black hood though that would be that would be a real janitor move (laughs) fucking introducing a guy who wasn't even there earlier to be the murderer
1: well here's what the sequence of events is that they saw midge and the young friend in the dressing room couple seconds later moose walks by pissed off Don't know Mm. why Moose is so pissed off, so it could be that young Kevin's friend is bisexual. But Mm. Moose is also bisexual. Exactly. There's a lot of bisexuals in this show. Which I love.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Apparently (laughs) apparently it's a big thing among the kids these days. Yeah, kids are queer as hell. Yeah,
1: Kids are totally going for it. It's wonderful. But I think the person backstage that was most important, looking very ominous and somewhat devilish as he walked through, was Sheriff Keller.
0: Dude, you see, I wrote down when he was walking through, I forget, every time I see Sheriff Keller, my loins a flight. <laughs> he is so
1: fucking hot, oh, man. You, it can't be Keller. It, but he does have the blue eyes. He has the blue eyes. And does that's, he? what? No, green eyes. Doesn't the Black Hood have green, oh, green eyes?
0: eyes? Green eyes, green eyes. Mm-hmm. eyes, green
1: eyes bluish green. green bluish They're green. They're not dark is the important yeah. thing. As soon as I saw Keller go by, I wrote down, are we going to find out that Sheriff Keller is the Black Hood? Because I got I just I got a feeling. I got a feeling on my loins that they're really telegraphing. Kellers the Black Hood here, like they telegraphed the janitor.
2: It's just hard because mm. they keep showing the Black hood's, the Black Hood's eyes mm-hmm. when he like in that moment when he almost kills Archie's dad, and I, his eyes look so much like fucking Hal's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I know they look so much like Hal's eyes, and it's hard for me to to believe that they're anybody else's eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: I don't think they're housed.
1: So you also have to kind of think, okay, like, Sue, was the Black Hood actually the one sending the letters? Because remember, all of the Vision Board uh, magazine uh, pages (laughs) were in (laughs) Ethel's trash can. So the whole time you're thinking like, oh, there's no way. Okay, so the Black Hood thing, that was just Ethel being weird. But then uh, Mid shows up crucified with the... uh, very elaborately uh, that it looks like the Black Hood uh, put together in what 20 minutes or so?
2: On stage with the message. The message was in letters or was it painted in blood?
1: It was painted in blood. It was Uh painted
2: in blood. That's
0: what, that's, I mean that's a lot of work to do (laughs) in 20 minutes. Like also, not enough, like, I feel like she needed more scissors to truly hold her body up there.
2: You know know what would have prevented this tragedy is a crew that was working on the show backstage, you know, get some grips back there, really let any other high school students be involved with this high school production, Uh and there would have been more witnesses.
1: But why would they do that when they have Fred Andrews to build everything himself? (laughs) Very true. Fred
2: Andrews, who, as far as I can tell, never told anybody at the school except Archie that he was going to build the sets. And then when he and Archie got into a fight, He showed up with the sets, and Archie was like, oh, I just assumed you wouldn't do that because of, you know. And Fred's like, well, I keep my promises. And like, Archie, what did you think was going to happen to the sets? If your dad wasn't going to do it, you idiot, were you going to tell somebody else, oh, my dad was going to build these sets, but we need somebody else to build them because I'm too much of a dick to even, like, thank him for anything? Ugh, Archie. Other people are relying on you, man.
1: But remember, Chick showed up backstage right before the show so chick was mm-hmm. there
2: chick was there mm-hmm. oh god i forgot about that mm-hmm. but wait oh, yeah. so why would it be keller what would his motive be
1: i don't know we don't know no no no, no. i'm just throwing it out there uh-huh
2: chaos man sheriff's <laughs> <First of> love <laughs> chaos yeah
1: so i guess it, ha- it would have to be somebody with something against cheryl or could it be mr mugs not the chimp <laughs> Ethel's father.
0: Ethel's <laughs> father. Yeah,
1: because they're trying to get Cheryl out of there. Uh, so And they thought that maybe if Cheryl got out of there, the Ethel would be pushed up, but instead it was Midge. And, and why
2: kill Midge? Because she was the I one that was promoted. I think why kill
1: Midge? Because she was the one that was promoted instead of Ethel. Mm-hmm. So mm. I think it's Mr. Muggs. Either Sheriff mm. Keller or Mr. Muggs, one of the two. But probably like Mr. This. Muggs.
2: Mr. Muggs is good. But so- why was Chick there, though? I didn't even think about that. Like- I mean,
1: it could also be... Maybe Mr. Muggs is also Chick's father.
2: It could be. Or that, or...
0: I, I still believe... I know that we've already had the, um, the whole evil twin brother come in with claudius but what if hal has an evil twin brother as well since technically they're kin Uh and that runs in kin (laughs) that's true yeah maybe he's got an evil twin brother that birth chick that alice fucked because there's a reason why he did not say they didn't say who chick's father was that it would make sense that if it was hal's evil twin brother that alice slept with had the baby they give the baby up for adoption interesting you know that uh, that unfortunately I think is the
2: most realistic <laughs> based on these damn Riverdale writers just be like "Oh, was it an evil damn twin you didn't even know about <laughs> <laughs> and then they have some backwards justification of it, like he is actually in the Blossom family and twins run in the family. But I think that you might—I think you might have just solved the, the problem. <laughs> I'm totally sold on that explanation.
0: <laughs> I, we're really putting this together, guys. Yeah. I did just want—this is a whole sidebar. But the line when they're all having their big medley song, we're leaving as boys, but we're coming home as men, was probably the most, one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard in a musical before, because that's what you say about war, <laughs> not doing a high school
2: musical.
1: I <laughs> know, oh, the song was about prom, because about leaving having is sense. about Birkins.
2: But it does sound like a war thing.
0: <laughs> it, <really> does. <laughs> it does. I think that's more the men thing. It's like once you look into the eyes of someone you kill, I think then that's when you become a real man, <laughs> I guess.
1: But yeah, man, FP really was in and out. Like he. Oh, his, he
0: was so hurt when he walked in and saw Hal there giving her a purse. Mm,
1: but you know what? He He had his chance, he blew it. I don't think he blew it yet. But that's—I follow him,
0: and I am on Instagram. Something is going to happen this evening. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's tonight! Oh, it is tonight. <laughs> I just want to see her bumping on his pouch crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: damn. Um, you know what? It's insane that someone can look that
2: sexy in a diner outfit. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a feat. I'll say that.
2: He, I, I, I've i said it before, I'll say it again. He has gotten 50 times hotter from when he was a teenager. I mean, he was hot then. I think this is just a different hot. I think we're just old now. Mm. Yeah, but when he was a teenager, I thought he was like creepy hot. And now yeah. he's like bad boy hot, which is still kind of creepy, but significantly less creepy. I mean, he played really fucking creepy characters as a teenager. He did. He did.
1: But he grew up Mm.
2: Yeah but he grew up Into a a person Who plays only Slightly creepy characters
1: Speaking of people Who need to grow up Betty really needs To stop airing Her personal grievances In the middle of rehearsal
0: in front of everybody (laughs) man she was like that was cold what she said to veronica in front of everyone you don't do that come on b
1: Uh, come on it's a cooper thing because apparently and then just a few scenes later alice decides to air all of her personal grievances and fears with betty in front of everyone during a rehearsal
2: yeah but then betty made up with veronica privately Uh but still in song form (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: and then made up with her mother privately But also not being taped Which I was surprised I thought man Al- I thought that Alice Cooper's breakdown Was pretty great though She's a great actress She is Yeah she is
1: She's almost too good for the show But <laughs> she like She lends yeah. She definitely lends uh, Quite a bit To the production Yeah I love her
0: Oh yeah God I love her so much I really want to just be her How do I be her? What do I do? Do I start wearing snake skin?
1: You gotta be friends with David Lynch all right, can
0: we make that happen? <laughs> Please.
1: you got to be long, like, lifelong personal friends with David Lynch.
0: Damn. That's how you if get to do that can cool. Turn back time. <laughs> All right, well, I love this episode, and I'm going to continue to listen to the Riverdale The Musical Spotify playlist. So sue me <laughs> doing
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back next week with uh, let's see here what's the next one called Chapter Thirty Two, Prisoners. Oh my god! Oh uh,
0: no, the, the prison! prison lie-through line is coming. <laughs> I forgot about the
2: prison.
1: Dad, I've been thinking. I don't think I want the prison anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about it. Now that the musical is over, we should probably go back to this prison and take over the town.
1: <laughs> so never everyone, like, forget about the prison, or is it just me that's been thinking about the prison the entire time?
0: <laughs> I just feel bad for anyone that still wants to bang KJ Appa after that episode. Just saying. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm throwing shade. I'm
2: throwing judgment here. It, but yeah. rough.
1: Nah, it, it, if, if they do, man, they, they've got it bad.
2: It really took away his sexuality. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Or just sew his lips together. <laughs> Use him like a big meat sock. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. See you all next week. Bye.
0: See you next week, babies.